Welcome to Exarch Extracts with me, Matilda Siebrecht, as we summarise the latest reviewed articles from the most recent issue of the Exarch Journal. We look at the winter 2022 edition of the Exarch Journal. The first reviewed article is entitled Launching an Experimental Archaeology Course at the Undergraduate Level by Jake Morton. As the name suggests, this article describes the process of designing and running a new course on experimental archaeology and experiential history, in this case at Carleton College, a small liberal arts college in central Minnesota. As the author points out, there are many different ways to approach such a course, and so their aim in this article was to show the process of how the course developed from a trial and error perspective. They present a case study of how they organised and interrelated the units of the course through a three-week class arc, which focuses on different aspects of the lives of shepherds, such as woolworking, cheesemaking, and religious ritual. This article would definitely be of interest to anyone interested in starting or improving their own course, either at a university, museum, or other cultural heritage institution. And the authors are also very happy to share any resources with those who are keen to find out more. The second article is all about an experimental approach to ancient Egyptian metalworking, The Mysteries of the Shishishet, by Chelsea Kaufman and Benjamin Doddy. In this case study, the authors aim to illuminate the challenges, processes, and the human and material agency behind ancient Egyptian copper alloy loop sistra, which is an instrumental object consisting of a handle, capital, and loop with cross pins, which support metal discs that then create the sound. It's hard to describe, so do check out the figures in the article to get a better picture. Written evidence suggests that both producing as well as hearing the sounds of the discs was important, and also highlights the sound's transformative property. To investigate this idea further, the authors replicated a sistra using traditional historic methods and also conducted audio spectral analysis in order to investigate the effects of different copper alloys on any variations in sound pitch and frequency. A very complex experiment with some really interesting results, so do have a read through the article to find out more. Next, we have a paper looking at a very different time period, um, Anglo-Saxon Beads Redefining the Traffic Lights by Sue Heeser. The traffic lights, in this case, refer to a particularly common design of glass beads, named by B. Brogman, dating to the 5th and 6th centuries in early Britain, which includes a variety of styles and combinations, but are always in red, yellow and green, hence traffic lights. The aim of this article is to reevaluate this very broad category of glass beads and consider how it may be clarified and enhanced. The paper gives an extraordinary level of detail on the different styles of beads observed and the techniques and variations that can be employed to create each of these styles. So if you're interested in this technology, I would definitely recommend giving this a read. The paper also successfully demonstrated how vital it is to understand how beads are made when creating a typology. The fourth article is entitled Function Follows Form, Assessing the Functionality of Shells and Greenstone Shell Effigies as Formative Period Mesoamerican Textile Fabrication Tools, Part 1, Tagulus Plebius Atlantic Stout Razor Clamshells by Billy Follensby. A very clear title, so not sure how much more information you need, really. Um, This study aims to fill the relatively large gap in Mesoamerican archaeology related to textile production prior to the Classic period, which is AD 250 to 900. One interesting object type from this period are greenstone artifacts, which seem to be effigies of clamshells, which were widely used in the pre-Columbian Americas. 
Although the author suggests several different ways that these shells and the associated greenstone effigies may have been used, the main focus of this paper is to investigate their effectiveness as tools in different stages of woven textile production. As with the glass beads paper, this article goes into a lot of detail on the experimental process, so if this is something that you are interested in learning more about, make sure to read the full article. The final reviewed article for this winter edition is entitled Cuts Stones of All Sorts in the Best Manner, Experiments in 18th Century Lapidary Work in America by Giovanna Fregni. The project that this article is based on was funded as a fellowship by Colonial Williamsburg in conjunction with Exarch. If, by the way, you would be interested in applying for this fellowship next year, make sure to keep an eye on the Exarch website for full details. I believe the deadlines are usually in early summer. Although gems have been very well studied and appreciated throughout history, there have been surprisingly few practical studies done on the history of gem cutting. This project aimed to fill this gap in the research by conducting experiments in the unique setting of the Colonial Williamsburg Open Air Museum. The article describes the context of the project, including the history of gems and jewellers in colonial America, the nature of lapidary work, the background and political history of lapidary in the American colonies, as well as a detailed overview of the experiments conducted. A really interesting experimental and experiential study that is well worth a read for anyone interested in this topic. And as well as these reviewed articles, there are also several unreviewed Mixed Matters articles. We have two reviews, one book review of Craft Sciences by Tina Westerlund et al., reviewed by Duncan Berryman, and a conference review entitled Innovation Begins Within, Resilient Museums in Times of Disruption, Nemo 2022, reviewed by Roland Pardekupa. There is also the obituary of Anne Reichert, who sadly passed away on the 8th of May this year. There is also a call for information on recycling in the late Neolithic at the Vlaardingen site of Den Haag Steinhof by Annelou van Gein, and a short overview of the project Making the Book of Kells by Thomas Keyes. This was Exarch Extracts. If you want to find out more about the research mentioned in this episode, check out the latest edition of the Exarch Journal, which can be accessed online at exarch.net forward slash journal. <laughs>